Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Weather Lounge. I'm your host, meteorologist Brad Miller, and our latest podcast comes to you once again from our WeatherWorks headquarters in Hackettstown, New Jersey. And as always, joining me today is my co-host and fellow meteorologist, Mike Mahalik. Good morning slash afternoon, Mike. <laughs> yeah, you got tired of it. I couldn't come up with any more nicknames. I I I I uh, I, I ex- exhausted them all. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, he is a return guest and a, a great friend of Weatherworks, and of course of uh, Frank Lombardo, our CEO and owner here at Weatherworks. Uh, Neil Glatt joins us on the podcast once again, and here he is here to recap this year's Snowfighters Institute events, and of course we'll. Talk a little bit about the upcoming winter, Mike. We had our winter uh, outlook go out last week and uh, on the podcast, so kind of get an idea of maybe what Neil thinks about this upcoming winter, too. Okay, welcome back to the podcast. So let's get right into it and reintroduce our good friend here, Neil Glatt. Neil, welcome back into the Weather Lounge.
Yeah, we saw some of those pictures too. Those machines are humongous. <laughs> I think I remember Frank saying something to me about that over the summer. Yeah, he did. Because when he got back, he was talking to uh, us about, uh, I think we we're actually out playing golf and he, he mentioned something about that. But yeah, the tires don't come with the, with the machines. <laughs> Do they, do they actually build them there? I mean, that that's their main headquarters? I gotcha. Okay. Well, I guess that's true with machines that big, though, because you can't really put them together and then drive them or take them to a place that they are going to be delivered. To. I mean, I, I don't know how else you would get them. They would have to be all uh, I'm, I'm thinking what I'm thinking is like Boeing. And, and when I lived in Charleston, South Carolina, that they built a Boeing plant there and they actually had a dedicated plane that would bring all the different parts to build the plane. Right. And then they would fly the plane, the completed plane to wherever it was going to be delivered to. It was pretty cool. Okay, yeah, they had the two in Everett, and then they built one in Charleston about 10 years ago, yeah.
right, the heads ups and the alerts and everything that we, uh, all of our products that go out to our, yeah. Oh, I got you. The, the winter risk, yeah. We'll. Right. <laughs> yep.
Mm-hmm. You know, over the summer and the winter, yeah. Well, I was just going to say to Mike, you know, I've, I've been with Weatherworks now for almost eight years. Mike's been there for probably like 45 by now. Uh, but but Rob and Sean, they do a great job with both the summer and winter seminar. And, and it's not repetitive. There's always new stuff that we're learning. And, and I've been a meteorologist now for 20 something years myself, just in different, um, you know, different areas, both, you know, TV to private to where, what have you. But I learn something all the time and you're constantly learning when it comes to the weather and forecasting because the weather's always changing. And it seems like every year there's, there's a new, Oh my gosh, I never seen this setup before. What's going to happen here? Yeah, I would say that's our gripe all the time with social media and um, just, you know, you see, you see everyone sees their apps, and, of course, and, and anyone can throw something on, you know, Twitter or X, wherever you want to call it, and Facebook and say, oh, look at this model. But they don't get the human element like when we put into our forecasts. I mean, we, that's, that's the difference from looking at a model and saying, wow, you know, it's going to be two feet of snow in Boston. Well, 
you know, the model's not handling this right or this, you know, th then that's where our human element and experience comes in. And that's what makes Weatherworks different, I think, from everyone else. <laughs> yeah i think we we talked about this with with phil too when we had phil on the podcast
<laughs> wow, never thought of that. Right, once you get past that plowable threshold, right? Unless it's like a, yeah, a couple feet, right? I was going to say, yeah, Rob did a dedicated webinar just to that radar. Yeah.
Right. They're difficult to forecast. I mean, they're they're very a lot of times localized because you know thirty three in one spot's fine, you know thirty one with rain is uh, not fine. <laughs> you know, a couple of miles away.
Yeah, there were there were, there were some crazy gradient elevation uh, snows last winter. Mike was forecasting up there then. Still does. <laughs> those are all in March too that was like the end of the winter too I mean Oh, February. I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking of the, of the year where we had like four nor'easters in March. Um, that was a different year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Wow. I love talking to Neil. He's just, I, he, he just, I don't know. I, I get, I just love talking to Neil. Whenever I see him, you know, I don't see him that often, but whether it's on a podcast, I saw him in Milwaukee uh, a couple summers ago at Sima, and it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's just good to see Neil and talk to him. Yeah, I mean, it can't, I mean, compared to last year, I mean, it's got to go up, that's for sure. The snow mounts. <laughs> 